Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Hunter Myers, a professional designer with a killer instinct for visual communication. And she is the owner of Vajur Design Co., a branding and design studio dedicated to helping businesses to actually thrive. Hey, Hunter, welcome to the show. Yes, Mark, thank you for having me. I am seriously so excited to have these conversations with you today. Awesome. Well, let's get straight into it then. Can you expand a bit more on where you are with your business today and the kind of people that you love working with? Yes. So I am coming right up on year three of being in business. Um, Really, when I first started, I thought, okay, well, you know, I typically want to work with everybody, but I really want to hone into women-owned businesses. My mom was an entrepreneur and ran a business. And so really being able to go back and help, you know, women like her was really, really important to me. And as I've grown, I've realized it's not just, you know, women that need help, but a lot of minority businesses are kind of held back by you know, the the current industry, they're held back by some of their own fears as well. So any opportunity I can get to kind of hop in and be like, okay, guys, like, let's do this. Let's not be scared. Let's hop in here. Let's, you know, build your brand. Let's build your business. Let's think big. That's really what I'm all about. Oh, fantastic. So your dream clients, where are they when they come to you? Are they really starting out? Do they have bits and pieces? Have they? Do they need to take the next level up? Where are they with their suite of business and marketing? Or, or where do they think they are? Right. So I feel like a lot of the businesses that I really work with and the ones that I am really aiming to help. So they've been in business for a little while. They've kind of dabbled. Maybe they've had it as a side hustle, but they're finally starting to see that they want this to be bigger. Um, Mm. I know that that can tend to be a bit of a hurdle for people. Um, So I'm absolutely there to like be the cheerleader in the corner. That's like, no, seriously, like we can, we can think big. You're thinking two years, let's think five years. How, you know, how about 10 years? Um, But they have the dream. They have the dream. They have the vision. They just maybe don't quite have the confidence yet to get to that place. Or maybe they have the confidence, but they aren't quite sure what steps need to be taken to get let's, there. Let's talk about those. those I'm going to jump straight in there. Let's talk about those yeah. two things. So with us all, having the dream, having the vision is one thing, but actually having the confidence that is this actually possible? We can dream big. We can have the vision, but is it is it really achievable? That there is a, a pain that we see an awful lot. And as you said, knowing exactly the steps to take to get there, that can be so restrictive. So those two things alone, do you feel this a lot and have to sort of squash them 
beliefs or patterns or thoughts that your clients have around can they do it um but they need to see every single step for the next 10 years laid out what is it for you I feel like I feel like sometimes it can be a, a bit of both you know like I have to sit there and tell and you know remind them mm. you really can do this your vision is also worth it I, you know I find that a lot of people I mean I fall into this too sometimes where you get into that imposter syndrome, you get into this place of thinking, okay, well, you know, well, everyone else is already doing it. So, you know, why, why should I do it? Which is also where I lean into the branding part where I'm like, guys, you, you are what makes your business different. Let's highlight you. Let's bring you forward. Um, and so there's that piece and then all the steps. Now yeah. I do tell people, and this is where, cause I, again, have had to tell myself this sometimes, but a lot of the time, all you have to do is be a couple of steps ahead. So you can see, you've got to see the end result. If you can see a couple of like the little, little pegs here and there where you're like, you know, where you're kind of jumping next, you don't have to have every single step. Mm. So I encourage them not to get caught up. Cause again, I'm someone who I'm a planner, right? Like I can sit there and spend all day mapping out this like awesome plan. And then when the execution comes up, it's like, I don't know if I really want to do that. So kind of being that catalyst where let's make some of this plan, let's get you excited about where you're going. Let's get you excited about what you're building. Let's make it beautiful. You know, let's build this brand. Let's get you comfortable with who you want to be working with. Let's get you also mm. comfortable with who you are. And then let's start making those steps. Yeah. Uh, two amazing things that you just said there. The first one just goes back about, I don't know, about a minute that you were talking about the, the why me. I want to expand on that point. What, what, who am I to be doing this? Let's get imposter syndrome out of the way and say, we'll cover that later on probably. But with that why, who am, who am I? Let's just tell everyone, everything's already been done. Most things have already been done. So you're right. It's mm -hmm. all been heard before. It has never been heard or seen by you. You. so you bring this extra twang you bring this extra experience so yeah everything has been done i am not the first mindset and emotional coach i'm not the first performance coach to ever be seen there's not one other mark adams out there that has my experience that has my direction that has my dreams who am i to do this well oh my gosh the difference that it makes what i can bring that other people can and the people that love me love me those that hate me, cool, they hate me. I'm not for them. That's great. <laughs> so who are you? You're the perfect person to do this because it's never been done by you before. So that's what I like to say to sort of squash that and give someone a bit of, oh, okay. Logically, I get it now. Cool. Now we work on the emotional state to bring you forward, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. And I feel like when people can kind of internalize that piece where, you know what, I'm not going to please everybody and that's okay. But the people that I do connect with, I'm going to connect with hard. And that is again, where we kind of lean into that branding piece. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So let's, let's stop talking about you and they, and what other people should do. Let's, let's actually talk about you. So yes, Hunter, let's do it with your business. How, what was it like when you first started? What was the catalyst that you were like, damn it, yeah, I'm, I'm building my own agency here. What was it? Yeah. So I feel like with a lot of people, um, I was, I was furloughed, like a lot of people who wound up starting businesses, but I had already done a lot of contract work before. So my first job out of college, um, I wound up becoming a contract worker for another agency. And so I felt 
comfortable enough, which what I felt like was like the scariest part with the tax and money side of it. Like I knew I needed to withhold my own taxes. Uh And so I was like, okay, like if I can, if I can figure that out, I'm sure I can, you know, figure out these other pieces. And to be super honest, I also have a bit of an issue with authority. I didn't really want to work for anybody else anymore. Um, So I was like, you know what, maybe, maybe just working for me is the way to do it. Um, And I love the idea of like not having to go and ask someone for a raise or not having to go and ask someone, well, can you, can I, you know, take this extra course to learn more and improve my skills? You know, just knowing that if I wanted to do it, I could do it. And I didn't have to ask anybody for permission. So that was really what (laughs) kind of tipped me right over the edge. Um, Now jumping in, oh my gosh, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Um, And there was so much learning right off the bat of just, okay, like there are way more moving pieces to this than I thought. Um, Oh my gosh. It's not just you you have a dream to start your business. You walk in and you do the actual job you want to do and that's it. I I know. I was was baffled. (laughs) Like this is is the pipe dream I thought we were all talking about here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like like getting in and realizing, okay, like you're, if you're going to do this as a one woman show, you have to be the accountant, you have to be the customer service agent, you have to learn sales, Hunter. You can't; they're not just going to come to you. You have to learn sales, and so that really, really challenged me because again, I thought I was like, oh, like I can design, I can make things look pretty, I been doing this for a hot minute. I'm going to be just fine. But Mm -hmm. it was so humbling to step in and realize, oh my gosh, there is still so much to learn that is not always talked about, you know? And I feel like maybe now- It it scare you off, right? If you you have the entirety of the yes, the entirety of what it's like to own a business, to be the accountant, the salesperson, the marketing, the fulfillment, the the cleaner, all the things go into it. Mm Mm-hmm all of it. And it really, it really was. I was like, whoa, I just left a full-time job for three full-time jobs. But then yes. once you get- well, I right. said the other day, I'm in a different <laughs> podcast. I was chatting to a guest and it was, yeah. Oh, so we leave the nine to five to go into a seven to midnight. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. That's not the dream that you were sold, was it? Absolutely. No. Nope. Nope. But I, I'll sit there and sometimes, cause I mean, sometimes this, this stuff is hard, right? Like we're going and we're going and sometimes we're grinding. And there have been a number of times in this journey where I'm like, Hunter, if you are not enjoying this process, just get a regular job mm-hmm. because a regular job would give you the stability and all of that. But I'm like, but that dream, that dream that I talked to, that I talked about in the beginning about like the, cl- that my clients have like, no, I just really, there's something about this. I, so I have times, to be here. How many times have you been close to being like, yeah, I, I, I can't do it anymore, whether it's because of the, 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 the revenue not quite coming in or the hours that you're working or the, the stress that you're under? How many times have you been like, I'm, I'm so close? A number. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I could count it. Definitely more than 10. Definitely more than 10. <laughs> like, it is once a month, once a month, we roll through this cycle of yeah, like- A oh regular occurrence, right? exactly like oh we've been here before <laughs> mm-hmm. all right so 
let's fast forward just a touch. So you, you're mm -hmm. going through this and you're you're wearing every single hat in your business. Now you've got a bit more stability going on. Now you've got the 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 experience from the trenches, as we call it. You've been through. You've you've seen stuff. Man, I've seen some stuff. Seen some stuff. <laughs> what would you say is has been the biggest help, advice, thing, whatever it was that helped you through at whatever critical time you want to talk about? Yeah. So a big one, I feel like for me is like journaling and self-talk. Like I, I've got a big voice in my head that is sometimes really mean. And so to sit there and give the other voice, you know, the dreamer, the creative space yeah. to just exist, exist without the editor. The editor always loves to come in when she's not invited, <laughs> but have, you know, this creative space to kind of remind myself why I'm doing it. Because a lot of the times when the stress really comes, it is around money or like client acquisition. And it's like, that's, I didn't, I didn't get into this necessarily for that. Now, do I need to, you know, be able to survive and would I like to be successful and live, you know, the kind of lifestyle I want to live? Yes. But what are the other reasons why I'm here? Like, is there a way that I can disconnect from the main stressors and remind myself that that dream is bigger than they are? So for you, it's really been able to tap into that, that part of you that does see the vision, that does still connect with the dream, know why you're doing this, mm -hmm. know that it's not just about the money. It's not just about the, the, the ego and the pride that you take in your work. It's about the bigger picture. So what is that bigger picture for you personally? So kind of relating back to the story about my mom. Um, so she, wow, like, I mean, I just watched this business destroy her. Like I watched a lot of, like, I watched the stress eat at her. Um, you know, I watched, I mean, we're growing up, right? Like she'll come home and just want to be by herself in her room. And like, that's hard. That's hard as a kid, but also like as an adult now, looking back and realizing how hard it actually was for mom to experience mm. that. And then I sit here, I'm like, man, like if I could just go back in time, the things that I now know about marketing and branding and figuring out the audience and differentiating yourself, I wish I could go back and give her those mm. things. Um, she has sold the business since then. Um, you know, she is much happier now, but I feel like I could have saved her a lot of headache. I could have saved honestly, young me a lot of heartache too, because mom would come home stressful um, and, and stressed out and, and worried and concerned all the time. And so like, if yeah. I can even just reduce that a little bit for the next, you know, mom entrepreneur or mm -hmm. the next minority entrepreneur who's just trying to, you know, make some kind of difference, but is coming up against these same hurdles that, you know, made my mom want to quit. If I could just do that, <laughs> I've, I've done it. That's, I've done my part. <laughs> that's that's beautiful. Um, and I'm going to go on a different tangent here because whilst that is friggin' fantastic, that could also be your downfall. And I say that with love as mm -hmm. someone who's been through a very similar experience. I say that with love as someone who sees countless solopreneurs and agency owners, the desire to help clients that 
is one of the biggest chains you can have because then you're putting someone else first. Then you're putting their happiness first. And people can argue whether it's no market. You do whatever's right for you. Absolutely. But I'm saying from experience, I've seen that get, ah, until we stop and pause, like, hold on. You mean over delivering every single time of every single client and burning myself out isn't the way to truly help people. So I'm not here to squash the dream, but I'm here to say, there is there is something there so what can we do to take your dream to improve this dream and actually get you to get there don't forget this podcast called unforget yourself our coaching is called unforget yourself your happiness matters your health matters mental physical spiritual emotional so where do you think right now you're letting yourself down that if you were to improve it, oh my gosh, you could actually help those moms, those business owners to not experience what you guys experienced? Yeah, a great question. I feel like it's really easy to, especially from I'm absolute people pleaser. It's so much easier for me to address. Let's just help everyone else. Let's not help myself. <laughs> so I'm so glad you've called me out on this. Um, I feel like really sitting down and, ooh, ooh, this is tough. Reminding myself my own worth, it's easier to put worth on other people, uh, mm-hmm. to, to consider that they are more worthy of my time than I am. You know, they're more worthy of my work ethic or um, whatever I can give. I've got, I've got to give it to them because it's not like I'm not worth giving it to myself. And I think that's probably, I mean, if we really like mm-hmm. hip away at what's going on here, I feel like that's probably really far down at, at the core of it is just not seeing the worth in myself that I see in other people. Okay. And then what does that lack of self-worth or lack of focusing on it, what does that make you do? What actions do you take from that place? Yeah. So a lot of it is ignoring. So ignoring signs. So ignoring burnout signs, ignoring the signs that I need to, you know, take a step back and focus on myself. I need Mm -hmm. to separate the business and the personal so that I have time for just me. That's not going to clients. Like I don't need to be responding to emails or even looking at emails at nine o'clock at night. Like, what am I doing? You don't need to do that. And so really creating some kind of separation has, has been hard. It has been really, really hard. I mean, my brain, and I think a lot of business owners can relate to this. It's it's 24 seven, just like, you know, we had talked about it's all, all the time, all the time it's on and like learning that for myself, that doesn't, it doesn't need to be on all the time. And listen, logically, you get all this stuff. Logically, you know what you should be doing. And the truth is with a lot of podcasts, books, coaches out there, we know we've been told what to do. Mm -hmm. But I just can't do it. I just Mm -hmm. don't feel it. Logically, I get it. But emotionally, I don't quite believe in it. So is that an area that you're starting to, to work on? Yes. And I, I love that you bring this up because I oftentimes tell people, I'm like, okay, like I know it, like I know it, but I don't know it. Like I can't, I don't feel it. I understand, but I don't feel like how I'm supposed to be feeling. I'm absolutely driven by 
like, like a pull to do stuff. And this has been one where I'm just like, what is this wall? <laughs> what is this wall? I don't get it. I see it. I can touch it. <laughs> I just don't understand really why it's there. Like what is that stopping yeah. factor? Yeah. Now we, we can go off on so many different tangents here with that. I mean, the thing that just dropped in for me straight away is looking forward. Your, oh, your gift, your gift is being able to plan out these strategies, the marketing, um, the branding for your clients. You've got this planned out forward rather than turn around and look at what is that that's stopping you from moving forward. So whether it's, we can identify where is that fear? Where is that scarcity? Or is it the next phase? Is it the, the doubts? Maybe the anxiety, maybe the guilt coming to play? Or at the point where it's simply frustration? Is it overwhelm? Is it pure panic? Which one of those three resonates with you the most right now? I'm just like, can I pick D off? <laughs> I'll, I'll take everything, please. <laughs> like I feel like I feel like I experience pieces in, in each of those buckets there's yeah. like scarcity mindset for sure um again leaning like thinking back to the growing up mm. money was a big issue I am constantly terrified about am I going to have enough money what happens if there's not enough this go around what what do I do now who do I need to be taking care of um so like that's one of the scarcity pieces mm. and then there's absolutely the, the some of the burnout of just like being overwhelmed by all of the different facets, you know, and like you look at automation and stuff. And I think there's some control there as well, though, like the, the fear of, OK, but like, could anyone could anyone do do this? I got to I want it to be perfect, though. Right. Like it's got to be perfect. And then I Is also, that why you're still a solopreneur rather than bringing on the right people? Because you love the work you do and being a people pleaser and a solopreneur means chance there's a lot of perfectionism coming through there as well. Therefore, it's hard to bring on someone else to do that work that you get to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I've considered, you know, outsourcing various pieces, right? Especially the pieces that aren't design-based, but I mean, anytime, anytime we get into anything like design or art related, that critic like pops in, the critic pops in. Now, do I also know that like, there are people who are also great designers and bring great ideas? Yes. But being able to like, let go of those reins and admit that I don't have to be the one to do this. Someone else can also produce great work is is hard like it's like a like a squeeze in my stomach yeah i think everyone at home is playing along feeling exactly that it's tough it is tough um luckily you have so many different options of how to move forward you we're back to the originally when you said you know plan out how to do it don't think too many steps ahead your best first hire might be yeah, a VA. It might be someone to help you with, with your marketing. It might be someone to do the exact job that you do. It's finding the right hire at the right time so that you can start to step out. I mean, I don't know what your end goal is, whether it's I want to be the CEO and just sit there and plan and be the face and really make sure the business thrives so that it can help thousands of more clients or whether it's to actually fully 
come away. So you've built an entity to do that job. And now you can focus on speaking. Now you can focus on going out there and actually changing the world, knowing that this ecosystem is flourishing without you. Or it might be, you know what? I'm going to hire a CEO above me and I'm going to do the design work and the planning because that's what I love to do. And they can grow the business. I'm the owner, but I'm also this point. That's a concept that I never knew about until a couple of years ago to understand that you know, you're the owner, but you may not be the person at the top. You may not be best suited. I don't know what your human design is or your, your, your gene keys. I'm not sure if you, you follow those. Mm -mm. Um, just different ways to understand who you are, what type okay. of person you are. It's fascinating and it's so telling. Unforget yourself. It's all about being able to identify who am I? What do I want to do? Where's my skills best? So if you're finding there's this, this battle going on between it doesn't feel right i don't like doing this work that frustration that that vibration isn't good so how can we move that back into think about the law of polarity bring it back into play rather than mm. hustle bring mm -hmm. it back into play now we come back into your work so you just ummed at me that, that you yep. feel that right yep oh my god well i love this idea of of play like make it fun. If it's not fun, it's not for me, at least it doesn't, it's not worth doing, you know? Yeah. And that's, and I think that's where at, like every month you hit that, I've hit that bump of, oh my gosh, like, why am I even doing this? I'm not having fun, you know? And if I'm, if I'm not going to have fun in a nine to five, at least the nine to five is easier. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right. Don't give up. Everyone at home, don't don't give up on your dreams. Mm -hmm. Find the fun. Find the right through, the right way through for you personally. And it's not, it's got nothing to do with everyone else. And actually, it has nothing to do with your client's success. Clients are successful because you get to get into your zone of genius. And that's where you serve them from. So and it's it's tough. Been there, done that. I still find myself going back into where I can help someone a little bit more. Yep. So these things, sometimes I don't go away, but as you level up, as you're going to level up through bringing on people, becoming the speaker that you know you should be, you're going to find those new challenges. And these things will always show up. It's how you manage them and how you manage the bigger version. That's what's going to keep you moving forward. So, hey, this has been so much fun. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for having me on and chatting with me. Great questions. I love your insights and how you've really broken down you know, some of these barriers. I loved your don't, you don't have to think too far ahead, you know, just get back into, like I said, get back into the play, enjoy it. Think about what you do well. And I love, I'm, as soon as we hop off here, I'm getting right on to figure out my human design to see what, what works and what doesn't. So very, very that. wonderful conversation with you today. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much. Look, if people want to find out more about you and looking for your help with their branding, with their business, where can they find you? Yeah. So you can find me at a couple of different places. So my website for, for sure, Verger. So that's V-E-R-D-U-R-E designco.com. Um, I actually just released a free mini course to help people kind of date their buyers, figure out who their buyers are. So that's at virgindesignco.com backslash swipe right. Um, so that's where they can access that. Love that. Um, 
it's super fun. There's an awesome workbook. It'll walk you through all the steps you need. Um, connect with me on Instagram. Again, Berger Design Co. Try to keep it real easy for everybody, except the name's hard to pronounce. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's where we can connect. Shoot me an email. You know, I love, I love chatting. Any kind of conversation I can have. Answer any questions uh, that you have about branding. Um, want a funny story? I can tell you that too. <laughs> so. There you are. Everyone, if that sounds cool, go check it out. And uh, hey, Hunter, thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yes, thank you. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is. And we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah. So please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.